Sasha Vikos is one of the Sabbat's most renowned and infamous agents. Apriskus lacking any formal authority, yet one who has participated in many of the Sabbat's greatest achievements, lending their expertise in fleshcrafting, Nodis lore, and torture. Vikos has been with the sect since its very inception, and even before that they were quite influential, participating in the Trinity's ambitions for Constantinople. Vikos was born with a man's body, but the freedom given to them through vicissitude has allowed them to change to whatever form and sex currently fits their desire, and they have a preference towards more feminine shapes. Yet Vikos' path was not always clear, and before they became a Cainite, they were a prodigal mage who inspired great jealousy in Goratrix, a member of House Tremere of the Order of Hermes that was tutoring him. Micah was a Transylvanian noble, and was able to use his influence to help the house set up chantries across the lands. This, coupled with his natural skills at wielding magic, was enough for Gortrix to set the young man up to be attacked by the Carpathian branch of the Tsimitsi. The fiend who embraced him, Simeon, was in fact not aligned with the Carpathian Tsimitsi at all, but rather those of Constantinople, the followers of the Draken. Simeon had been given to Antonius de Ventru and his twin brother Jesu to the Draken by Michael, their Torador lover, in order to help bring them closer. It backfired horribly, however, when the Draken embraced Jesu, despite the warnings from the Tsimitsi Antediluvian not to. Jesu fell into a torpor that lasted for two years before he awoke from it and embraced his brother Simeon, which in turn caused a rift between Antonius and the Draken that would spell the end of their trinity. Vikos would initially come to remain in Transylvania with the Carpathian branch of the family, but eventually he became embroiled in the political machinations of the Byzantine Empire. Yet Vikos would keep in correspondence with Velia and Lugoi, two Carpathian fiends, who would also tutor him further in the arts of vicissitude. During his time in Constantinople, Vikos skirted the edges of the laws set in place by the Draken and his followers regarding fleshcrafting working diligently to master its arts until he would be known as an artist with a scalpel, with a deep understanding of the potential and limitations of the human body. During this time, Vikos would also get involved in events in Transylvania that involved the Malkavian Anatole and the La Sombra Lusita. While not quite enemies at the time, these three, as well as Beckett the Gangrel, would later on become bitter rivals in their pursuit of Nodis lore and forgotten texts. Being in possession of a great interest in spirituality, Vikos had quickly gotten disappointed by what he was taught by his elders. Ascetic spiritual practices were meant to unite the metamorphosis philosophy of the Tsimitsi with the teachings of Christianity, yet Micah found it bland and distasteful. A burning desire for scholarship had him work with members of other clans, both Tremere and Setite, and this, coupled with how Vikos was treated by the followers of Draken for his Carpathian heritage, soured the young Transylvania's interest in the dreams of Byzantium. Even so, it would take long for Micah to completely abandon Constantinople, as the conviction and vision of Michael remained strong despite the many factions working against it. Yet the frustration of his perceived lack of spiritual enlightenment threatened to throw the young Vikos at the beast until he came upon the text on hunger and its satisfaction, a thesis on the nature of sin and the beast. Thus he began to walk the road of sin, 
saving his mind from wassaildom while abandoning much, if not all, of his humanity in the process. Ilias Selfrumos was Vikos' mentor in this, and the two would later become lovers. Yet it would tragically end as the Tsimitsi Antediluvian used Ilias' body to implant the dragon into Vikos, essentially raping the young Tsimitsi with the essence of the nihilistic and embittered dragon. Ilias is supposed to have died after this, yet rumor has it that he has survived, or that he was brought back into existence by the eldest, and now operates a kindred art gallery under the Torador pseudonym of Elias Athanasios. Vikos, however, was not aware of his former lover's survival, and instead threw himself wholeheartedly into pursuing not only Michael's, but the Draken's dream, perceived through a cracked lens as the negative influence from the older Tsimitsi drove Micah further and further from the light. The dream of a vampiric paradise would be rebuilt, yet with flesh and bone instead of brick and mortar. Vikos would torture his own sire for years before diablerizing Simeon, all the while preserving texts of great value concerning the topic of vampirism, canine spirituality, and magic. During the Anarch Uprising, Vikos provided support for the Carpathian Tsimitsi. While far from the most prominent fiend to rise up against her elders, Micah would climb in rank and status until he would be elected as one of the Tsimitsi representatives during the Convention of Thorns. Needless to say, Vikos rejected the offer presented by the founders to bend the knee for mercy, reputedly having also thrown his removed penis at Hardestad before departing and leading the remaining revolutionaries in the tormenting and slaughter of a nearby village. This act, and the subsequent events put in motion by Vikos and the others, were crucial in the founding of what would become the Sabbat, the Sword of Cain. It is also after these events that Vikos began to reject their previous sex, shifting between being a woman and then finally being something altogether different, experimenting and pursuing true understanding of themselves. Vikos would also pursue the rank of Priscus, meaning they would have no actual role of leadership, but rather providing counseling in areas of their expertise. Yet the wandering Priscus would often advise in a rather aggressive manner, suggesting course of actions that would often benefit the Sabbat forces, but would also always benefit the fiend themselves. Sasha Vikos, as they now called themselves, would continue to pursue their twisted version of Michael's dream by endlessly playing with and altering the bodies of their foes. Vikos preferred this method to direct killing, keeping many of them alive for years while experimenting with the boundaries of the human or vampire form. They would eventually, through their mastery of vicissitude and thaumaturgy, become a feared warrior that could easily turn the tide of battle if they so desired. Sasha Vikos also developed the preference for using mortal proxies, unlike many of their Sabbat kin. This, they knew, was a big difference between their sect and the Camarilla, who freely manipulated Kine to further their own goals. They would finance pirates and privateers, raiders and marauders to cause untold damage to Ventru and Torador property, yet as time went by they found the general affairs of the Sabbat trite and unchanging, choosing instead to turn their attention more towards scholarship. To this end, they began to travel the world much more freely, engaging themselves in the pursuit of artifact and lore to further their understanding of the Cainite condition. They would ally with and eventually betray the Setites of the Fire Court, and delve into infernalistic studies in order to bind a demon to their service. 
their rivalry with Goratrix would occasionally flare up as well, as the Tremere had defected to the Sabbat. Yet their conflict would be much more akin to a Cold War where Sasha pursued enough knowledge to overshadow the Antitribu. Vikos' involvement in the Sabbat politics would be sporadic, yet their loyalty to the cause afforded them many liberties, the former regent Gorkis in particular having a fondness for the fiend. During the Second Civil War of the Sabbat, Vikos helped the regents to eliminate many dissenters, and their reputation amongst the lower generations of the Sabbat would grow. Yet this would be a reputation based more on fear than awe, as the utterly alien mentality of Vikos was oftentimes too much even for the twisted monsters of the Sabbat to grasp. During the East Coast Offensive in the late 20th century, Vikos would participate, even for a while holding the Atlanta Torridor Primogen, Victoria Ash, prisoner. Vikos would mar Victoria's beauty with a mark that would remain unhealable, leaving behind something to be remembered by. In Atlanta, Vikos would also experiment with trying to carry a child, having studied the many texts about Gehenna and the signs of its approach. Yet as Vikos is far from a thin blood, one can only assume that the experiment was a failure. At some point, the corrupted fetus of the Draken was removed from Vikos' body, and with it, the fiend regained some of their sensibility. Even so, they remain a monster, now set on diabolizing all survivors of the Trinity's Constantinople, convinced that this will bring them closer to fulfilling the ideal dreams of Michael. Vikos has had interactions with many different kindred and canines. John Peterson of the Ventru and Cuthbert Beckett of the Gangrel remain staunch enemies of the Fiend, and Anatole and Lucida de Aragon likewise bear a grudge against the Tsimitsi. It is rumored, however, that not too long ago, they all put their differences aside to work together for some unknown cause, unearthing a crypt belonging to an ancient kindred. Yet no one knows what they found, although rumors have been circulating since then that during this particular series of events, Vikos is said to have dragged Beckett into a bathroom stall, and the two should have exchanged quite intimate kisses. So perhaps there is more to their rivalry than just hatred. All these things aside, with the hastily approaching Gehenna Wars and the departure of a large amount of La Sombra from the sect, it is uncertain what state the Sabbat is currently in. If there would ever be a time for Vikos to step into a more active leadership role, this would be it. Yet one wonders if they have already abandoned the Sword of Cain as insufficient for its goals. Only time will tell.